0: 2019 and we're in nasty hq, nasty HQ <laughs> which is literally <laughs> just a rotation of the three flats yes yep um, flat number one that number Misha's one flat so was... for
1: those of you that don't know we had an event in the middle of december 14th the 14th. The 14th yeah it was um and obviously christmas and panto especially being a theatrical forum um, lots of people that we know were kicking their height and on three shows a day. So it was a pretty quiet but fabulous mm. group of ladies. Perfectly um, formed. Perfectly formed mm. people. Yes. Let's, I'm going to go with perfectly formed people. Yeah. Perfectly harmonious humans.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think every now and again on the podcast, Elaine comes up with something that every actor could use in their warm up. <laughs> so I think in our first podcast it was... Penis-wielding wielding oppression. oppression. And this time it was what? What was it? I don't know. What did
1: I just say? Perfectly harmonious, harmonious. humans. But I said something before that. Oh, happily harmonious humans? Oh, that's good. That's good, yeah. Teamwork. Yeah. That yeah, was lovely, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Happily. Perfect people, I said. So we could have... <laughs> All right. um, so, um, so we could also have um, perfect people smashing the patriarchy.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I like it! <laughs> A <laughs> five, six, oh. seven, eight.
1: i feel the need to do a little dance move there guys just so you know
0: insert musical number here yeah we'll record it later don't worry so yeah so we had
1: great chat and it really has inspired us for 2019 and given us um more of a focus i think we would say Mm -hmm. would you yeah yes Yes. i think what what we want to take our
0: we knew we wanted to create a manifesto we knew we Mm -hmm. wanted to create a promise and a kind of declaration something that we could actually say this is what we want to achieve this is what we want to stand for this is what we want to say and do and create a real sense of community yeah Mm -hmm. thank goodness you stepped in i had nothing
2: left (laughs) the event on the 14th was about bringing the community into the room and hearing from them about what they would like to see happen with an event like ours and we started a year ago with no real mission statement or idea of what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just kind of knew that we were pissed off and wanted to respond to the political, social climate that was taking place around us. Um, I think we can all remember what was happening <laughs> at the top of 2018 mm-hmm. with the Me Too movement and you know various men that we won't name. Um, no, we're not giving them no, the airtime. No, they don't need airtime. And I can't
0: no. believe it's only continued from there. It's not even like that was the end that really what like it feels like looking at everything that we've kind of faced and dealt with I can't believe there's been more cases and scenarios and stories that we've heard I've gone I thought we'd covered this I honestly I mean I know I'm young and I know that I've got that kind of youthful naivety and which is a wonderful thing Mm -hmm. yeah but I really did think me too movement that's it we get it we've said it we've hashtagged it Let's fucking, like, put it to rest. That has never
2: been a better statement for your generation. I know, as soon as I said it, it. I was like, hashtagged it, that's it. it. So it literally feels
1: the
0: same thing. (laughs) I watched you both look at me like, that's so Generation Z. Generation (laughs) Z. Z? Yeah, I'm not even a millennial. Well, I mean, I'm cusp millennial. I think I probably am slightly more millennial. But by technicality... Gen Z guys, is that what they're calling you
2: guys? I'm a Wayne. You're, I know you're a Wayne, a but Wayne. Gen Z is that the thing? Yeah, Gen Z. Is that official? or Did yeah, you just coin that here?
0: <laughs> Let's I say mean, We did.
2: We're taking. <laughs> if it. I did, I'm gonna. Yeah. We're taking. No. It. Cool. Um, so fish. my point was before Gen Z interrupted. I mean, Sorry. can you believe? Typical Gen can Z. Can you
0: believe? <laughs> uh, listen, Gen Z are so much more switched on than millennial. If you look at the the I'm not going to.
2: And you've done you it this. again. You've just say like, you just like completely hijacked the conversation. <laughs> Technically, Louise and I are millennial though. Yeah. I know you are. That's and why I'm, I'm saying. it. I'm absolutely not.
0: making a stand.
1: Millennial and You're enemy. making a stand.
0: I'm not actually. I'm just She's waiting. really
1: not. No. no we're we're going
2: to pipe I, down Gen Z. Sorry.
1: Sorry, mums. <laughs> but yeah, getting back to your hashtag. We've done
2: that. Absolutely. And For the point too. of the event on the 14th was to respond to everybody coming along to our events over the course of a year and telling us what they want to talk about the result of which is hopefully being some form of manifesto to go into 2019 mm-hmm. with uh, a set of principles yeah a set of principles
0: a wee rule book yeah a wee nasty rule book a
2: wee nasty, a rule, wee nasty book. rule book a nasty rule book like it. that is based on what the community at large has told us that's important what, what's important to them I would like to just go back to what okay. you said
1: though about okay. thinking that it was all going to be over and done with And I find that really interesting that that is where your head went to because I I actually remember, and I'm sure I said it to you, Louise, in fact, I might even have said it in the first podcast, I had the fear that it was just going to fizzle out and -hmm. that nothing was actually going to change. I do
2: remember you saying that, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, because, you know, we look at things throughout history and we think we've got forward and then things start kind of going back the way or we get used to the status quo Mm -hmm. and then but actually that status quo isn't right Mm because it's not equal across the board it's not inclusive for everybody that is part of the human race Uh, so for me I love that you had that naivety that youthful naivety and I'm not meaning that as a criticism I mean I love that that was your positive outlook on it whereas me kind of going I'm really unsure of how this is going to go because is it going to end up getting used against us in mm-hmm. some way? Because I was really worried that the media could turn it like that. I remember thinking there's lots of things if we're not careful because of the way we were going down certain avenues. And I said this, I think, in the first podcast as well. I'm like, we have to be very astute about how we play it, I mm-hmm. think was my concern. And I could see older um, people who have been feminists, equalitists—is that even a word? I don't uh, think so, but we'll make it one for the purpose. It's to make so. it. It is now um, supporters of equality across the board who are older than me. I could see them, their anger kind of reaching to different levels, or even them like saying to me, "You know, that's not. Don't focus on that wee small thing because that's going to take you away and that's going to give the media the power and the tools to turn this movement or these movements against you
2: and there has been a wee bit of it yeah and i think also there's an element of when you've been through the ringer a little bit and that's not in any way shape or form to suggest that elaine and i are ancient but like absolutely not when you've kind of come into an industry that is very volatile and has a certain pow- power dynamic in play already you kind of just run with it mm-hmm. and there's no mechanism or structure in place to question that even when you might know in the back of your head subconsciously that a situation that you've been put in is uncomfortable or perhaps that wasn't the right way to be spoken to or whatever it may be that you Mm -hmm. have no power but you don't question it because you're kind of being told and again I should point out that this is particularly rife in our industry and by our industry I mean film and tv theater but this is true of Of most industries, probably. Yeah, every workplace or anywhere where there's power dynamics that the patriarchy benefits from. Um, So it's interesting because Elaine and I talk about this a lot, this idea of like, it feels like a long time coming to stick Mm -hmm. your head above the parapet or out of your Mm -hmm. shell or whatever it is. It's not that we hadn't harbored these thoughts. Mm -hmm. They've been there this whole time, simmering away, boiling into a... Sticky caramel of bitterness or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's like they're there. We just the toolkit we had to deal with them wasn't about speaking out, it was about we'll just avoid that person or don't speak out or that was actually one of the things that came up on the night though, like the
1: space, how you take up your space and when you do it. So for us, for Louise and I kind of started July 2017. And it started on the whole trying to just find a play, four-hander for four females, written by a female, and we struggled. Mm -hmm. And then that led us into a rabbit hole (laughs) (laughs) of stuff. And here we are. I know. And it's how how do we take up our space? How do we make spaces? How do we make it possible for other people to take up their space
0: as well? Mm -hmm. I think that that's an interesting one because I find the whole oh, if there's not a role for you, then write it. Write your own role. Mm -hmm. Some of us aren't writers. And actually, why should we have to write our own roles? Why can't our roles be there? It's not like there's not roles written for other people.
2: Well, it's not just that. Like I always so find that an interesting thing to suggest to someone, based on something you just said, we're not all writers. So like, if you can't make your own work, then all you have... To rely upon is your talent and ambition and ability to maneuver certain situations yeah and that maneuvering shouldn't involve making yourself vulnerable or
0: yeah
2: exploited so when people offer up well, we'll just make your own work like okay yeah. great that's not in my skill set so what do i do suck that guy's dick
0: yeah
2: what's the alternative here sweet <laughs> like <laughs> i love that that's
1: what Make your own work. <laughs> Shit, I can't. I'm going to suck your dick. Well, do you know <laughs> what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> well, look at, looking at CV
0: can't write, but can suck a good dick. Hi, oh. okay, I've I think my point <laughs> when that I was making... I was we t- We're going to take oh. a nosedive. Where we're going to stop, <laughs> stop. And we're going to go back to the point at hand. And refocus. <laughs> refocus. What? <laughs> it's not about sucking no, dick.
1: You're, no, but you're right. No, you're right. It just my point was that I love that we went from, like, I can't write that, so I'll just suck a <laughs> <and> dick. <laughs> but what does that say about... Women in our industry <laughs> yeah, and for literally. generations, actually, because we can't just kind of go. This is all new. This is fucking not new, people. This is not new. No. And I think a lot of the time with. <laughs> like what I just said was tail <laughs> as old as time, <laughs>
2: basically, as Dame should say herself. Tall as it maybe. I think we should have a like a okay, smash the patriarchy. Before we jingle. do that,
0: can I just ask one question? What is the definition of patriarchy? Because when we do this whole, like, let's smash the patriarchy, I feel a wee bit guilty just because I'm like, oh, God, are we, like, blaming them? Like, what does patriarchy mean? Like, what is the kind of bracket of that? What, like, what does that actually mean? And what is the kind of definition of that? And who are we kind of talking to when we say patriarchy? So the patriarchy is a
2: system of society or government in which the father or eldest male is head of the family and descent is reckoned through the male line. So when we talk about the patriarchy, we mean society or community organised via patriarchal lines, therefore father or male being in charge.
0: So for me then, I sometimes feel a wee bit awkward about that because I think, well, are we then um, like blaming all men who are in that kind of like male head. And I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with because
2: we all have men in our lives who we love dearly and would never, they wouldn't demonstrate any behaviour that would be aggressive or oppressive towards us. But when we say smash the patriarchy, what we mean is a patriarchal system is in play in our society. Which what that means is... Men are in charge. Men have always been in charge, since so they could crawl out of caves with spears and hit things that we weren't strong enough to hit. Because
0: I know for a fact that my granddad is the head of my, like, mum's side of the family. He always sits at the head of the table at Christmas. He is, he like, he's always he's the been, patriarch. like... art. Yeah, he's been the main bread, like, breadwinner. But I know for a fact he is not... He's not someone that I would want to say we're gonna smash the patriarchy because you are a big mean man because he's a nice man. And he has got three daughters out of four children and a wife that is an absolute smasher. She, like my grandma is, my grandma's like, I mean, this is the thing, like maybe it is a matriarchal society, but it looks like patriarchal. So, the, I mean, this is the kind of conflict I have within myself because I'm like, smash the patriarchy. Like, does that instantly put people off because it seems aggressive and it seems... I I don't know, like, I just... I do get that instant. I think that's a really good question. She's so nasty! I think what we need to
1: do in something that is persistent and nasty is to make connections with various communities. Yes. Across Glasgow, to start with, Mm -hmm. and then across Scotland, and then across the UK... And am across the world baby but yeah but it, you it has to start small and grow and grow and grow and we have already made connections and I really feel that we gave a lovely platform to the queer community um when we did our third event um in June of 2018 mm-hmm. um so it's where we kind of go from there I guess
2: well should we read out some of the things we learned sure let's read out some of the things we learned
0: Hashtag manifesto, baby. We've got a massive big bit of paper. Because we actually made some notes. It's a paper manifesto, which makes it all the more worthy. It
2: actually does. It's entitled Nasty Chat. Nasty Chat. And it was collated by the lovely people that attended our event in December. And everything that they had to say. And what we would like to do is take some of the principles that are laid down in these scribbly notes... And make a manifesto for twenty nineteen mm-hmm. and by manifesto, we mean some principles to adhere to. Thank you, Elaine. You are welcome, so go to the communities was one of them. It's like if you build it, they will come if you build it, they will come, <laughs> but it's also the opposite of that too to go yeah, we going, need to go need out, to go out yeah, there
0: ab- we need to go there we like like absolutely, yeah anytime yeah. we're talking
2: about this class or lgbtq culture or anything that we we feel passionate about age we need to go as to well the, age yeah, yeah we need to go to the places where those communities exist absolutely and take our event to them making space in feminist spaces that's a good one yeah that, and that's a, a really good one it's a biggie mm-hmm. because um, it, it encompasses kind of, a lot of things doesn't
1: it yeah so we had this was kind of brought up um so, yeah, so it's about supporting being a good ally.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Using the right, right language. language. Yeah, for our, for our trans and non-binary uh, friends. friends. I was going to say fellow humans. And then I was like, that doesn't go. And I was trying to make it like harmonious humans again. Anyway,
0: give it up.
2: She's just going to try and turn everything into a vocal warm-up. That's all.
1: <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and how do you be a good ally and using mm-hmm. the right language? And it is really we are in a we are in a place of change with that. Mm-hmm. And um, talking to Nelly was really uh, fascinating because Nelly was saying that sometimes um, other people who are in the non-binary community have given Nelly a really hard time about the fact that Nelly would not. Be offended when words are used incorrectly, uh, and they feel that they, that Nelly isn't fighting the same fight as they are. Which I can I can see from both points of view. Um, Nelly's point was that we're all human and we're all learning, and mistakes get made all the time.
0: And it's a transitional phase. And a,
1: yeah, and I thought that that was really um, enlightened. And very mature.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the so. language conversation is going to be
0: ongoing. It is language habit. And it's unfortunate that we didn't learn it quick enough that we've ingrained a kind of more broad... It's not... But this comes
2: back to your question about the patriarchy. The reason that our language yeah. is gendered is patriarchy. That's why. like, And because we struggle with the idea of reprogramming our brains to understand... That pronouns and language don't need to exist in a binary, and we go. Oh, wait, hang on. Did I say that right? Because it's in the patriarchy's best interest mm-hmm. to create a binary. Because when you create a binary, you can create a power dynamic and say you're lesser because you're this. That's that's what? why we smashed the patriarchy. Ultimately, what were the other things on the manifesto? Physically getting people in the space. That's kind of reaching S- to the communities, which we that- kind of said, you know about
1: and also making sure that the space that we're in is accessible absolutely um it's crucial for everyone and it is absolutely crucial um part of the reason why we absolutely love being at the cca uh yeah big up to the cca, Yay,
2: CCA. um and
1: obviously we have talked about this n- so often that we would really like to louise is just rustling paper while well i'm speaking yes. the, uh,
2: further proving that we actually have paperwork
1: here um We've talked about this quite a few times about the fact that we would really like to have a BSL interpreter.
0: You can try to rustle quietly or you can just get I'm it just out. I'm just going to pause. Just get pause. It. Just yeah. Do it.
1: Thank you. Carry on. Complete. Are we good now? Mm-hmm. We're good now. Okay. So we have talked about the fact that we would really like to have a BSL interpreter at all of our events um, so that we can continue to make the... Our events as inclusive as we possibly can, but obviously part of that for us right now is we are not funded by anybody. We are funding this ourselves, and we're actually in
2: debt. By the way, we're very. Y- um, very I- I'm struggling. in debt in my life, uh, and no. <laughs> in, in all debt, seriousness, in, um, yeah, we are all. artists in is in debt. So, at the point of recording, I can say this with some truth: we'll be selling t-shirts.
0: Oh, yay! yes, so we'll can be we selling do, t-shirts, do like so- mugs and stuff because i drink a lot of tea we have talked about the mugs but t-shirts t-shirts school we're going to be selling t-shirts and and mugs can we hashtag it yes
2: we can hashtag it please stop pretending that you're surprised to hear this development on the podcast i'm just
0: boosting the energy and the excitement Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm just creating a bit of hype creating a bit of hype
2: yeah that's what your generation does isn't it
0: (laughs) hashtag (laughs) hype (laughs) Woo! Woo! Don't yeah, put so my you, generation was, in a box. Because <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're too big for so, box. We're going to be selling we
0: T-shirts.
1: We are selling T-shirts. We are selling
2: T-shirts. Um, so, please, so please, guys, buy a, t-shirt. buy a
1: T-shirt so that you can help us out until hopefully we manage to get some funding from the powers that be. So as I was saying, we can't... The of Scotland. Yeah, at the moment, we can't um, afford to have um, our events uh, interpreted, which is sad and disappointing for all of us, but financially it is not feasible and you know, we've all got to pay our mortgages and bills and rent and feed ourselves as well um as doing this. So everything that we do at the moment and we that's do off our own like, back. That's just and that's truth. not and we're that's not and we're truth. not like you know, that's there's not like we're not doing the whole here's a tiny yeah. little violin, oh woe is yeah, me. kind of thing. That's just the way it is. So I just want to say to anybody who, um, is out there, you know, as well, at one point I would love us to be able to do, um, if at some point we could archive all the wonderful scripts that we've been given into some sort of book, I would want that to be Mm -hmm. in Braille as well. Yeah. Or I I would want it to be an audio book because so that everybody is being included and not being, not feel like they are being excluded because that is not what we persistent and nasty about
2: and it's a big ask it's a huge ask actually in many ways it's like when you set out to explore equality and diversity because you fundamentally believe it's the right thing to do it would be so easy to just kind of go oh well fuck me this is hard isn't it like and it
1: would have been easy for us to just stick on the women only mm -hmm you know, we want to move things forward for our our female counterparts and be in that little box. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't fit well with any of us because we are because it's well, well, because we're we're all human. Exactly. And I'm as I've said in numerous times, I'm a big happy and I want us all to just like love each other. (laughs) It does
2: sound Uh, right. But it's true. Like once you have like, this is the problem that we're up against all the time, like and why we have Particularly in a social media age, a particularly toxic environment of like, well, what about this and what about that? It's like, well, it's it's not oppression wars. It's and that's why we have to strive for actual equality because until we have actual equality across nobody, the board, across the board, yeah. yeah, like
1: we're not just going on the equality for women or equality for white women or mm-hmm. equality for you know we are across the board end of which gives us a serious yeah
0: it gives us a serious
1: task at hand it's a huge task but it's a huge task and we've got any money so
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we're
2: doing it and we're because of be the change
1: man yeah
2: hashtag be the change you like a be- hashtag misha get on the social medias come on
1: yeah hashtag be the change hashtag geez your money <laughs> hashtag wear i think i said t-shirts. that in the first podcast hashtag as well buy a
2: t-shirt <laughs> hashtag buy a t-shirt <laughs> i mean actually
1: it's great that we're going to have t-shirts and really hope that all of you who are podcast listeners that maybe can't make our events um if you fancy a t-shirt once we've got it we'll have it up on the website and you can order one and get your stay nasty t-shirt they're gonna it's be hella really,
2: trendy they
0: are
2: hella trendy. hella hella hella
0: hashtag trendy, hella trendy.
2: You know what, Elaine, I'm really glad we've got some of the young folk in here giving, us, like, giving yon, this podcast a bit of spice. Yawn hip, you know? cool. hip and
0: trendy
2: and hip and trendy. I mean, I'm definitely the edge. least
0: hip, trendy youngster y'all ever did get. <laughs> but thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, folks. The part
2: of Misha this evening was played by Dame Judi Dench. <laughs> Imagine,
1: I'd be peeing my pants.
2: No, um, but uh, also, in all seriousness, all that, right? all that chat about money is, is true, but also it's
1: not going to make us stop yeah it's just these are the reasons why so these things that we want to have in our manifesto we can't promise is going to happen within the next year because that is all dependent on funding for us but what we are doing is we are trying to put out as we said a set of principles that we hopefully we can adhere to consistently
0: absolutely Um, so
1: yeah so like you know other stuff that like kind of came up was about the gatekeepers
2: Mm. Mm. and buying into the hierarchy that's been created
0: and cosmetic diversity
2: oh Oh. Oh, I stuck my foot in
0: it there. You sure did. Um, What will we begin with with that one? I I mean
1: the the cosmetic diversity is something that obviously over the last kind of probably two years the lack of diversity on Scottish stage has been pretty obvious. Horrifically apparent. Yeah. Um, and there, there are steps being made mm-hmm. to change that. But I think what we were talking about the night of the event in December was the fact that we don't want you just to tick a box, guys. We want you to be giving these people the jobs because they deserve the job, no matter what I think it was- skin color they have, no matter whether they, what if they have a um,
0: disability, a disability. Yeah.
1: like if they can play an instrument, like you're giving the person that deserves the job, the job. Um, I saw something today on Facebook and it actually made me think about it. And I was just flicking through and it's, you know, you get these sponsored like ads and it was for some theater company down south and they were announcing their next show. And it was a cast of five people, four women, one male, all white.
0: What? They were actually advertising that?
1: That was their headshots. That was, that was the show that was coming up. That was what it was. And I kind of looked at it and I went, wow. And not just white, middle class and upper like i could look at them and go all of you guys are from a financially secure background where you are able to do this job
2: and not stress yeah but do you know that for a fact though no i
1: don't but i'm looking at their faces going yeah that's true i know so so like (laughs) let's not say that if you
2: don't know if that that but but that is what
1: it made me feel so i looked at that picture and i went okay well first of all why is there no diversity in this show why are all the women slightly blonde haired and blue eyed? Why is the man clearly used to be blonde haired, now gray and blue eyed?
0: I mean, like- are they where all is... skinny and good looking yes. as well? Oh, for God's sake.
1: So I'm like, where is the diversity here? And it just, that is the first time I've actually seen something in maybe the last six months that's made me go, oh, things are maybe changing because I haven't noticed anything as apparently mm-hmm. white as that. Yeah. Um, and it might just be that I am not seeing those things.
0: But I think that they should be aware of that. And they should be aware of how apparently I white, nearly good-looking, skinny... I did nearly comment like, on Like, it's it on that Facebook, kind of perfect... Perfect, like, yeah. Mm. It is that looking at the the casting and seeing that they're all... It's like model actors, isn't it? It's the difference between society's kind of representative actors and actors that look incredible and could probably double as models because they're tall and skinny and symmetrical yeah <laughs> and those people can be talented and they can be funny and they can be intelligent they can be wonderful people but there are also incredibly talented wonderful funny non-symmetrical not necessarily skinny like if there's so much diversity and there's so many different options and there are so many different kind of Think of the Sims guys. How many options have you got in The Sims? I never
1: played it, don't know. Oh for
0: God's sake, right. Well, Generation Z, hashtag The Sims. I think for me it's about
2: the reason that we see these things. This the reason that we see casting calls or casting announcements that are bland and white is because our storytelling up until now has been that. There's been no change in the idea that our stories should represent the world around us. So we've been kind of conditioned to think, up until now, I genuinely believe that, up until now, where our cultural zeitgeist is prodding us to question what we see in our theatres, in our cinemas, on our televisions, something other than what's comfortable what's well, root cause isn't it yeah and you y- you know what if you if you are casting something for the national theater and you've got a big bunch of old white rich people paying tickets they don't want to see the, well actually they do want to see the world reflected the world they live in reflected on the stage because that they don't see diversity in their world so it actually makes sense for them to have a pinter play full of white famous people because that makes them comfortable and that's they don't yeah get pushed outside of their box so the minute, that we char- the minute we start changing the stories that we tell on our mainstream media to reflect the actual fucking world we live in, which is diverse and colourful and flawed and disabled and questionable and harsh, until we see that in our stories, our programmers and the people with money will never invest in it because they will always say, well, who's going to see that?
0: And who wants Who's to, going see, to that? see that? Who
2: wants to see that? The world wants to see that. We
0: are sick of the skinny, and, pretty people. And I'm so
2: bored of it. I'm so bored of excuses. I mean, bored of people with money and in charge of in char- people in power, people in front of the gate saying that it's like, don't insult my intelligence, don't insult your own, because we both know you're wrong.
1: But they don't believe they are though, and that's part of the problem as well they don't believe that they're wrong they believe that years of working in the industry proves that they are right and that's what people want to see and that's because they live in a little bubble where everything is white and you know and I mean that I don't even mean skin color white I just mean like everything is white and pristine (laughs) there is nothing out of place there is no there's no harshness because their money affords them to avoid all that, and, th- and that's not fair to say that about everybody. Because I'm sure there are people who are moneyed and are really struggling and maybe have lots of different issues. And in fact, I'm, I know of people who do. On a whole, their world doesn't dented the same way as everybody else's. I mean, I mean, let's not get into the Brexit thing. But for example, Brexit. You know, we've got all these people who are. <laughs> let's not get into let's the Brexit into thing. I'm but just, for like, example, Brexit. Really, really quickly though, like there are these people who are at the top of the chain if we want to put it they are not going to be damaged by the absolute catastrophe that it is. It's the people further down that it's gonna hit the most. And they don't give a shit because it's not affecting their bubble. And not everybody is willing to change because everybody likes their little because people like their bubble. Um so that's what we're fighting against against the gatekeepers. So actually saying to them, I know I'm right and you know I'm right, they don't know we're right. We have to make it clear to them why we are. And I think even just something as simple as Black Panther Last year Like I think Black Panther Just totally set, Just showed people There you go It is a film It's one of the Highest grossing movies Of all time And it is a black cast And about fucking time Yeah And who That film had not been Made three years ago so that has proved to them that that is a change and that there is money to be made. So now, because actually what they want is money, hopefully that will continue. But we need to keep pushing at the gate. Yeah. But it's how we push at the gate, I think, is what I'm trying to say.
2: No, you're absolutely right because I think you've hit on a particularly relevant point at the moment is that it's the people who are most vulnerable pushing at the gate who do... Affect that change so the people who had the decision making power who were writing the checks at the head of marvel or whatever weren't e in, in, under any threat they weren't vulnerable in any way shape or form they were sitting they were they were just as rich five years ago 10 years ago as they were now but they looked at what was happening they had pr people and publicity people to tell them well actually you know these people are at the gate mm-hmm. and there's a hashtag there you go misha there's a hashtag on the go that means you should probably make a black panther movie or whatever yeah they, but they're still rich as fuck nothing changed nothing for them. changed for them nothing changed for them other than they at some point richer. along the way yeah. a hashtag told them that they could make more money and that's interesting to me because actually it's the people on the ground and I think constantly that's... creating a swell yeah. isn't yeah. that what activism is it's like that ground swell of like prodding the rich people will always stay rich unless we topple our understanding of society as we know it. Come wit. on, the
0: revolution.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nisha, could you hashtag that? Um, hashtag the revolution. <laughs> Nasty revolution. Unless we
2: manage to do that. Which is a cult, is a societal sea changes we've never seen in our lifetime, but...
1: And we're not, and there are lots of things that are going to stop that, and there are lots of ways that those at the top keep people in their box, and we talk about this all the time, and part of that is to do with financial ways, and people are, you know, like, let us look at it, like, even just on strikes and things like that. People don't go on strike anymore, not that often, right? Because they lose money. Nobody can afford to lose money anymore. Nobody can afford to lose money. But there is about to be a big strike, um... Uh, with the teachers union this week and for the next four weeks so let's see if that makes a change because it did the last time they did a strike but you know did anybody know what happened two years ago
0: tell me please
1: did did you know there was a strike i knew there was a strike because i I was in college like born
0: not two years ago give me give me strength (laughs) two years ago when i was in college we were trying to do our graded unit and steve didn't come in no, nah, I'm just joking. We were Listen, all really supportive of Steve not coming yeah. in because we were really angry. You called it all- Steve. It was college. Oh, sorry. Mr. Mr. Dolan. <laughs> sounds worse. Oh, that sounds terrible. Isn't we'll that awful? Please don't Mr. ever Dolan. make me do that again. <laughs> I didn't
1: make you do anything. That was hard. <laughs> Louise.
2: Sorry, it was amusing <laughs> to me. <It> <laughs> Louise
1: funny. has gotta be evil looking at her eye right now, guys. <laughs> a you twinkle. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so there, there there's lots of different ways of keeping people in our box. But slowly but surely, if we just look about, people are t- putting their head above the parapet every so often and more of us are joining and eventually that will become a momentum that they will not be able to stop. And Black Panther's a great example of that because the, you know, whitewash of the Oscars, the backlash of that
2: mm-hmm.
1: made a change. Granted, not brilliant in any way, shape or form, let's be fair. But at least it made people start talking about it. Mm-hmm. When they weren't before And maybe made the people who do write the checks Be a little bit more aware So we'll just slowly, slowly, slowly Slow and steady guys Wins the fucking race (laughs) She's so nasty Listen that was a lot of stuff that That we've just covered And it was all kind of over the place But that's okay Because you begin
2: begin one conversation And other things spark That's human So as a roundup. Mm-hmm. As a roundup, we're going to start releasing our podcasts on a weekly basis on Wednesdays because on Wednesdays we, we smash, smash the, the patriarchy! patriarchy,
0: which we now know what it is. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag. knowledge, knowledge. <laughs> Woke, because
2: that's what it's called. Don't you ever say woke on this podcast <laughs> ever again? That's getting cut, and I know it. No, I think, I think we're keeping mean, that. I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, we don't have our manifesto after all that chat, but we know where we're going and we have things Mm -hmm. that we want to stick to and we want to um, be out there within all our communities in Glasgow. We want to continue to make Persistent and Nasty as inclusive as we possibly can um, until we have financial backing to make it even better. Did you hear that, Creative Scotland? Did you hear that? (laughs) Did you hear us? Um, And also, we will continue to challenge... gatekeepers we will continue to challenge those of you who maybe feel that you've learned everything that you need to learn guess what there's always time to learn every day is a school day guys every day is a school day so those of you that are allies please keep learning those of you that aren't allies get on board
2: and also just on the subject of learning what things mean if you don't know what being an ally means it just means being a good person that is literally what it means Follow us on social media, Twitter at persistent nasty. And Instagram at persistentandnasty.
0: And we're on Facebook, Persistent and Nasty. If you follow us on social
2: media already and you want to contribute to the conversation, please use the hashtag hashtag stay nasty.
0: I'm doing the the hashtag the hashtag fingers. The hashtag, the, the, fingers the hashtag fingers. We'll probably post it on our social media. Just so you yeah, know, this looks like you're throwing up a gang sign. Really. It's, That's oh, yeah. it's not gangster. I'm not gangster. You
2: are not gangster. <laughs> not we're we're going to cut. Oh my cut God. Not <laughs> Actually, anything that involves making fun of Misha, we're probably not going to cut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think I might cut some of it because we sound like two bitter old queens.
2: Oh, the young oh man, I think it's quite. <laughs> st- Why
1: I order? Why I order? <laughs> that was a really good American accent. If anybody wants to employ me, let
2: me.
0: Know.
1: I, mean, I did one too.
2: Why I order? <laughs>
1: To all you lovely listeners, thank you so much for joining us once again. Until next time, stay nasty.